I want to today continue with um, what I was talking about yesterday and take it a little bit further. So, for those who weren't with us yesterday, um, we saw in the creation story of Genesis that when God created man and woman, um, it says the very last line of our first reading yesterday was, now both of them were naked, the man and his wife, and they felt no shame before each other. There's this beautiful vision of the openness and freedom that we would have in relationship to one another and in relationship with God uh, in the way that God has made us to be. He's made us to be in relationship, but that we best enjoy that relationship um, when we're able to show ourselves, when we're able to uncover ourselves and reveal ourselves to one another. But we see today um, that that doesn't always go well. We, we see today the fall when um, the man and the woman are tempted and they eat the fruit of the tree, uh, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and at the end of the thing, rather, rather than yesterday when they were naked and they weren't ashamed, they were able to be perfectly open to one another. Once they've eaten the fruit of the tree, they, the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized they were naked. Not that they weren't aware that they were wearing any clothes before, but there's an introduction here of a, a self-awareness um, that's, that's kind of ashamed or embarrassed of being seen by the other. Um, so then they make clothes and they clothe themselves. They start to hide themselves from one another. And then as well, not only do they want to cover up their bodies from one another, they said they hear the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and they hid from the Lord. As well as being cut off from that openness in relationship with one another, our sin also makes us want to hide from God. Makes us want to hide away from Him. So, particularly today, I want to think about how we can open ourselves up again to the Lord's grace. How we can open ourselves up again to that openness and vulnerability and honesty and relationship with God. Because... Um, in well, the next line of this story is when God actually calls out to Adam and says, where are you? There's a certain helplessness on God's part when we are hiding ourselves from him. His grace isn't able to come to us. If we're closing off some corner of our heart to God, he's not able to bring his grace and work there. So we need to be able to open up to be able to let God's grace come in and heal us. Now, that might sound like it's all our work and we have to figure it out before God's grace can come in. But of course, God gives us the grace to be able to open up that part of our hearts. You know, while we have to put in work in the spiritual life to try and move towards God, it always begins with God's grace. Um, God is always providing us the steps to be able to move towards him. Um, and in this instance, I would say God provides us with the, the words to be able to share ourselves honestly with him. Uh, this is, um, I want to connect this here to our gospel today where we have this man who's, who's deaf and dumb. We can see that as an image of not being able to hear the word of the Lord or be able to speak to God, but Jesus comes and loosens his tongue. And while we can feel so often in, our, um, in a time of sin or desolation, when we're feeling far from the Lord or we're feeling afflicted by different things, um, one characteristic of that is often that there's a, there's a confusion that we don't know how to talk to God. We don't know how to even describe what we're going through. We don't know how to um, 
even be honest with ourselves as to what's going on in our hearts. But God would want to give us the grace Jesus, by his touch, like he does with this man in the gospel, would want to free our tongue and give us the words to speak to him so that we can bring ourselves openly and honestly to him so that we can come back to this relationship of being seen by God, allowing him to see the depths of our heart. And so a particular way that he can do this is that when it's an important way of praying to be able to come before the Lord and sit with our difficulty, sit with perhaps um, even the way that temptations or sin is rolling around in our hearts, sit with perhaps a heaviness or a darkness that we're feeling and be able to express that before the Lord because by doing so, we actually allow his grace to come into that part of our hearts. We can find profound healing by being able to say to the Lord, okay, I, I don't know how to pray to you at the moment. I don't know how I even see you in your life. Or um, I'm angry with you, Lord. Or I don't think you're doing the right thing, Lord. What are you doing with me here? Being able to express those kind of things that are on our hearts um, allows God to encounter us in a particular way. But that he would also give us the words to do that. We can think of kind of self-reflective time as, as sort of not prayer. If I'm just sitting down and thinking, oh, this is what's going on in my mind and this is what I'm feeling, that that's not actually prayer because we're just looking at ourselves. But that kind of self-reflection guided by the Holy Spirit is a powerful way of letting God move in us. Um, and to enter into that kind of prayer, this is the kind of prayer that I do a lot, um, can be as simple as inviting the Holy Spirit to, to move in us, to shed his light in us, and then to look at what we're feeling, what thoughts are going through our minds, what, um, what we're feeling drawn towards, even if we're feeling drawn towards sin, we're being tempted, we can be honest about that with the Lord. Um, we can say, Lord, try and stop me from going with that temptation, but this is what I'm feeling. Um, even if we're unhappy with God, we can be honest with that. And in doing so, God allows us to express that so that he can actually meet us. Because God, God can handle our anger. God can handle our pain. God can even be present in our darkness. God can even be present in our doubt or um, when we can't seem to see him at all. God is present there. And he would want to like Jesus does to the man in the gospel, touch that part of ourselves that we're not able to be free in, that part of ourselves we're not able to express and give us the words, give us that freedom of heart to meet him there, to express and reveal our, ourselves to him so that his grace can actually come in and heal that part. So I pray for that grace for each of us, especially when we might feel that being honest with the Lord is most difficult um, or even getting in touch with what's going on in our heart can be most difficult, that the Spirit would give us the words to pray and give us the freedom to come before the Lord so that Jesus' touch can come and heal and bring light to our hearts.